listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Look, young rich nigga shit. Pops was an immigrant. Lifestyle illegit. Lifestyle illegit, but now I own businesses. Started out the trunk, ended up at the dealership. All gold, roly black face, no blemishes. Legend in my city, so I grind so vigorous. If I show my face west of Texas, that's a big event. Gotta pay me 20 cents just to hear me vent. I'm really out here on some shit. Y'all could take a flick. Balling on my own 10 toes so the difference is I call shots, never ask for permission, man. I got a lot of big plans in my vision and I ain't failed yet. About a dollar, hell yes. I'm a problem-filled test. It's only getting worse. I swear I'm getting money. I just hope you're getting yours. I'm killing, I'm killing niggas solo so you know I'm getting more. That's a young Gambino on the course. Go hey welcome to the blackout test podcast your host rod and karen and we're live on a monday afternoon yes ready to do some podcasting uh appreciate everybody listening to the show all the people who listen live you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic just search the blackout tips leave us five star reviews okay we like those they're nice let us know you appreciate us while we're here um and uh if they're nice we'll read them on the air it's that easy the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport football and bullet ball extreme and today's podcast is just brought to you by uh life we here <laughs> no sponsor today um but uh yeah there's a lot of stuff going on i guess we can go ahead and get into it um the biggest news being that uh the rapper Nipsey Hussle was fatally shot in Los Angeles um last night mm-hmm. um or I guess yesterday maybe yesterday afternoon um but yeah it's just crazy like uh it's funny just talked about that kid that got killed by another black man for knocking on the wrong door right and then some senseless shit like this happens uh to Nipsey and you know of course a lot of people have a lot of different feelings about it um as of right now they don't say who did it they do say they have a suspect like a black male suspect um they also say that um their unnamed source said that um it may be a person that is known to him um personally so that's that sucks um and they said it could end up classified as gang related because he had prior gang affiliation um but it doesn't appear that it stemmed from a rival gang as much as a personal deal gone wrong um and the article says that the suspect is in lapd's sites but was not in custody as of monday morning so um i know there's been a lot of conspiracy theories some stuff about dr sevy and a documentary he was working on and stuff i don't put any stock in that shit i really don't want to entertain that i think black black death is and celebrity death just gets so sensationalized uh you know it's like we want to make all the deaths mean something you know more than it's easier to believe it's some type of big illuminati conspiracy to stop the truth from coming out than it is to believe that this dude got killed over some stupid ass shit or some gang shit or some you know some shit going wrong between him and a, and, a, and a person he knew like 
i think people would rather it be like you know the man set this up or the cia assassinated him or something i saw something similar with 21 savage like now that he's talking positive that's when the government wants to arrest him and you know i mean maybe the government is paying that close of attention and they a rapper saying something different can make them be like set this dude up but i i personally doubt it you know um i think it's just sad and tragic you know um i know different people feel different ways because i mean we covered on this show before last year he said some stuff um in a post on instagram that was to me very homophobic you know it was basically equating being gay uh, as a black male with you know crime and 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 other negative traits as if you know the media is trying to make us you know trying to promote black people being gay that's not fair you know so he had his hangups around that but uh because of the circles we run in with podcasts and social media you know i heard that before i really got into hearing his music so it really put a like a, a a damper on the entire like his music for me like i never really got fully into what he was he was talking about because i was like you know me i don't boycott anything it's just if i know that i can't really talk about it with anyone without it turning into like isn't that dude a homophobe then it's like okay you know why why would i check that out you know um and so it's kind of out of sight out of mind for me personally you know like i was like okay nipsey hustle like uh talented rapper you know i know him from his some of his collaborations with other rappers i like but never really checked him out on my own um and then he died yesterday and uh you see so many people sharing these recollections of him and these interviews with him and he was about ownership he was about his community um he was about giving back you know and these are these nexuses that people exist at where people are not they don't fit into your neat little boxes in your squares like he 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 homophobic to a certain extent and yes i did see his interview on the breakfast club the clip anyway i saw on twitter that was him explaining the comments and i mean to me that the explanation doesn't really make up for what he said you know it wasn't like a real apology it was more like i'm sorry if y'all are taking it that way but it was out of context and um in the context of what i'm saying i'm not talking about black people being gay so my best friends are gay i'm talking about the media blah 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 but i mean y'all can go google it for yourselves and we did cover it at the time on the show but it shit was homophobic um he's 30 he was 33 um and i kind of feel like the same way about like when erica garner died um when um Sandra Bland died uh XX Tentacion um all these people that die so young and so senselessly um it wears on you and I don't know what you I don't want to assume anyone's gonna progress because you know all the like they would have came around thing that's not always true there's a lot of people that go to their graves and they're like i never came around on this shit but the potential to come around is doesn't exist anymore like every day you wake up 
if you're not dead you still got hope you still got a chance to learn you still got a chance to improve you still got a chance you know and uh seeing so many young people of color violently robbed of that chance is uh it, it wears on you so you know i don't have anything really profound to say about his his music necessarily although i i have been listening to it since this morning my brother swears by him like that's my brother's man so um you know it like i and me and my brother we share a very similar taste in music you know he doesn't steer me wrong so it wasn't even a a lack of like oh he's probably whack it was just kind of like i guess if every time i hear his name someone's gonna be calling him homophobic i'm probably not gonna play the shit it doesn't matter if it was one comment or a thousand comments it's just that you know it's like that i stopped listening to eminem not you know probably years ago because like i don't feel like arguing about the shit every time i you know listen to a track i gotta be like yeah i know he said that bullshit nah i'm good like uh you know i'll just kind of you know maybe when shit dies down or they come around i'll go and examine their shit but uh you know i'm listening to it you know he's very much about ownership um he was very talented um and i don't know man it's just it's a waste you know that's that was the main thought i got and then just everyone arguing with each other about the shit i haven't said a word really about the shit because everyone's just arguing with each other i think it's because everyone's so hurt because even if you're a person that hated the comments that he made you know i would hope that you're not a person that you know is like you know fuck his family fuck his his um fuck his uh you know uh lover mother's child and all that stuff and fuck like i would hope that it's not like that you know and i'm not saying you have to perform some type of grieving for him because no one has to you know we all are we all are gonna leave this earth and your the, the words and the legacy you left behind it matters why you know i always feel like i'm making the same speech but to me this is the encouragement to not grow slowly or to wait and think you got another day you know this is the encouragement to say man like fix your shit now you know think about the impact of your words now and what you leaving behind because some people were hurt by his words and they never i don't know that they want it him to necessarily die or anything bad to happen to him but they're never gonna now they're they're incapable of feeling that loss in a lot of cases you know or they have to feel that loss and and it's twinged with a little bit of pain you know it'd be like if some white dude said some racist shit about black people and then they died and we was like man i really like liam neeson but he did say that shit you know not some black people would be like fuck him forever it doesn't matter what and then some of us would be like oh you seem like he was trying to figure it out you know and then there's this other part of it and you know obviously i'm not trying to speak for obviously lgbtq people uh which i'm not one um but any marginalized group right we all know that people of privilege have fucked up shit about them and we have learned to live with it cope with it and sometimes occasionally rarely we'll see somebody grow we'll see somebody change we'll see somebody evolve anyone that has any privilege in their life 
that says that they have not had to grow be informed or whatever they just came out the womb woke as fuck is lying to you and you should not trust that person you should not have them around you that, that that's some weird shit they're dangerous everybody has a thing i think what the internet allows us to do is to preach from on high as if we've never we've never been short of anything as if we've never had any room to grow as if we never have grown as if we came into this world with a set of opinions that just blossomed from nowhere informed by nothing except our own virtue and altruism and it's not true and people like to erase those parts of them because if the world were to see that if the world were to see where you started and then they they instead of seeing the triumph of how far you come everyone's just worried they will bring you back down to where you started um and so with all this stuff i always think it's just an opportunity to encourage other people that are still alive to still do have a chance not to waste their chance you know there's a lot of people listening to the show and be like i disagree with y'all on some shit but i'm like what would it cost you to be like marriage equality like what would it cost you to believe in marriage equality what would it cost you to stop saying like being gay is a lifestyle or to say it makes us look weak or to stop using homophobic slurs or to stop dismissing uh when black women to stop you know like what would it cost you it really don't cost you shit you know but i also understand that we all start somewhere and you know this is the only way that you really can't ever improve is if you alpha here if you gone so um this is sad man as far as the, the conspiracy theories and shit i don't want to dignify that shit with a response it, it's just to, uh, i've seen all the shit you know people pass around videos of him passed out dead on the ground and shit like none of his none of his good man and we don't even know exactly what happened and who what the motive was and all this stuff but whatever it is man i just i mean i guess we'll discuss it when we find out but whatever it is it's just it's just it's just sad you know so hate to start it on a sad note but that was some sad shit you know and i don't have any jokes for that um you know seem like we lost a talented dude that <laughs> actually i do have one more observation to me there's a difference with him passing than some other people that have passed senselessly is that he showed a heart for his people and for his neighborhood and for the the gangs he grew up in and shit like wanting them to to do better and be better and trying to be like some type of role model for them and talk about ownership and all that stuff he was big on that um i think when somebody shows empathy like that it gives me more hope that maybe they can make the connections to other shit that i talk about you know because that's how it happened for me it's not like i just woke up and was like oh shit you know everybody's important mm. some of it i can't turn off as y'all can tell this is making me emotional right now and i didn't even listen to his music but i just see so many people in so much pain it's just like it, it infects you too you feel it too and so um but i do have more hope for people that show some level of openness to to the considerations of others you know and all the and oftentimes with black men is is it's a hurdle that is that we stumble over because 
we are taught most mostly from birth that we're the most important cog in the black diaspora right we're the most important cog and all the causes should lead to us we should be the leaders we should be the ones benefiting the most we're the most endangered species we're all that stuff i saw someone on twitter say like black women don't have to worry about you know getting killed by some random black man and and it's like that's only our myopia our specific type of myopia can make us think that no one suffers this but us because we don't we never suffer alone and we never really like to reckon for the suffering we cause but this is another symptom of that suffering the same way i said that man shooting that kid to death on the on the stairs was that's our bullshit killing us you know like it's not just about black women our children lgbtq people within our community we also hurt ourselves because of this whether it's internally whether it's individually or whether it's like to another individual you know when it's us not going to the doctor when it's us um you know hit when we are hitting our children when it when we are um telling our sons to 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 exist in a certain type of box that we won't let them be a fully formed human being and they carry that onto their children and their children you know like that's something we do to us when it's killing motherfuckers over shit that you know is not it's trivial in the long run like you in prison you you that's when you finally get some perspective of like yo that i took a life over some bullshit you know if you hopefully can get the perspective right so yeah i don't know man it just feels like some people have the tools to possibly one day make the leap and maybe he would have had it i don't know because i don't know the future and maybe he never makes it and maybe he just fucking dies thinking like being gay is weaker than being straight and the media is promoting too much gay shit for black people maybe he does die that way and that's that would be a tragedy in itself but uh we know for sure now that you know he'll never get a chance so i i just try to use these moments to encourage other people that still here and still got a chance that can hear the sound of my voice to to think about the impact of your shit man it's not none of it's little you know um even the um even the way you see people like kind of eulogizing him and talking about him i mean it points out a lot of the privilege because it's easy for us straight people that aren't in that line of fire from him to be able to say uh, from his words i'm sorry to be able to say like y'all need to chill the fuck out he's a good guy look at the other things he did for his community because if you take for a second as a straight black person um cishead black person if you take for a second that and then put the shoe on the other foot and say this some white celebrity that has said some racist shit and done a lot of community stuff but he said that racist thing that he never apologized for and he said we took him out of context for noticing that we thought it was a little bit racist many of us would not forgive and y'all know i'm right many of us would to this day we will hold it again we'd be like when he dies oh well i hope y'all expected me to celebrate we do it all the time we do it all the time so i i I can see why people you know felt a certain way and was like i'm not gonna do it but 
part of me just believes like the sum total of all these deaths because i'm not it's bigger than just him all these deaths and our immediate hot takes and rationalization online i don't know there's like some some heart missing in it you know it's something missing in the whole discussion that i don't know it's just it's not there it's just some humanity missing from like this happened to a real person they're really gone this that people are affected by this loss um i don't know it's just something about the commentary and it's been bothering me for years now but i don't really have the words to put it together i feel like people can feel it maybe you can hear it in my voice but it's something about it where it's just missing like it's like it's like a thing you watched on tv that didn't really happen to a person or like a character on a tv show died you know it's like stringer bell died for some people where it's just it's not real to them so it's like how do i get the hottest of the hot takes off and i don't know maybe it's an extension of that celebrity shit uh maybe it's an extension of the like changes uh, uh you know if you or maybe not changes but the at least we get a, a insight into people's immediate thought process now you know because some of this shit i mean even the people the conspiracy theories theorists they're still essentially looking at him as a tool to promote a conspiracy theory it's not even about this dude really dying it's 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 so i don't know it's just so disheartening to know that uh to 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 know that there's just something lost in translation between like real life events and then just like our, us getting our 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 think pieces and our hot takes off but like i said i didn't know him, you know so you know maybe i got it wrong maybe he's you know really fucked up and of course when people die everybody just tells you all the great stuff people do mostly so maybe there's just a bunch of shit i don't know about and i'm willing to take that l because i like i said i don't know his work like that i don't know him like that but i don't know it just feels like a fucking goddamn waste you know so and i and i and i you know and it's sad because i was we were just talking about this stupid shit yesterday you know and and it's it's wild because the only people that care about black on black crime are black people it's an american problem but it's a black problem first because nobody gives a fuck about us except us we the only ones marching in the streets we the only ones trying to change shit and then you had this dude who literally was supposed to meet with um the police today to talk about ending gang, gang violence and how to like <sighs> i don't know you know and i and i'm not gonna give in to like i've seen a lot of like anti-blackness on the on the uh you know people being like mad at black people because he died and but one person pulled that trigger so you can't let that one person represent all the black people all the gang members all the dudes that hung out in his store you can't let them represent that's really doing also a disservice to his legacy to say all black people did this it's not all of us you know it's a symptom of 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 patriarchy it's a simple symptom of conditioning it's a symptom of poverty it's a symptom of a lot of shit that has been done to us but it isn't pathologically in us it's not us we don't america doesn't value black lives and then we in turn it, it sometimes we accept that you know it's like it's like gravity 
you know you can't before you needed a theory of gravity or you need to know the exact equation you knew that you couldn't stay in the air when you jumped you knew you couldn't fly so you knew it was there even though you couldn't see it with your eyes you knew when an apple fell off a tree that was something but you couldn't see it with your eyes and that's kind of the way a lot of this shit feels where individually on an individual level you may not think to yourself the reason i took this black dude's life is because america told me his life wasn't worth shit the reason that i would attack a black woman is because america told me black women's lives aren't worth a damn the reason i would go after a black trans person and kill them because uh is because i i've been reinforced that their life isn't worth a damn it we might not think that on an individual level but macro affects the micro and that is what is happening <laughs> like we're, we're not crazy like that gravity exists on our on our culture and our, as a people and then it 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 it, 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 it comes out in, in moments like this so and, and i'm sure nipsey not the only brother that died over some stupid shit like yesterday i'm sure there's a lot of places where there's a lot of people they just not nipsey hustle and so we just don't know them like that but you know um how do you how do you instill value in people that the world is telling them we don't have no value i don't know how you do it but um we got to do something because this this shit just feel like it can't go on all right let's get into other news sorry start on a somber note i'm sorry karen did you have anything to say i'm sorry i didn't Mm -hmm. want to nope nothing Mm -hmm. all right um all right let's try to get into some other news see what's going on um oh this is <laughs> apropos of nothing this actually was from uh, a few days ago before the nipsey hustle thing but j cole got interviewed and he shared his thoughts on cancel culture and explains why he embraced xxx temptation he says i don't cancel nobody um so everybody knows j cole greenville mm-hmm. zone right um he stated that the idea of canceling someone for their wrongdoings is counterproductive and why he supported problematic artists like six nine and xx temptation yeah a lot of people didn't got mad at him because he was also supportive of six nine which a lot of people like one uh that dude's a snitch and he did a bunch of shit and um he's not even black so like what the fuck j cole and he was like yeah um I still support him and i hope he's safe and all that stuff he said i understand outrage so i don't know if anything kind of makes me want to be even more empathetic to people that the world considers to be undesirable because we live in a world where everybody wants to be so quick to cancel somebody but at the same time people condemn the criminal justice system which is entirely the cancellation system has he been listening to the podcast that is fucking that's a valid ass point is he a listener what the fuck is going on uh <laughs> well i've been making this point for a while like it's wild that i see the same people that want criminal justice like prison ab- abolitionists like they don't want prison to be a thing they believe in um restorative justice things of this you know those type of concepts very edgy left-leaning like ext- more than left extreme left progressive ideas ideas that i don't know if you can get america on board with and i'm not talking about america the government and the criminal justice system i'm talking individual americans me telling you hey you're a rapist you can um like select these things but we're not incarcerating him and 
we just want restorative justice so if you would like him to work at a soda shop or something like a lot of people be like well, no I, I do want him to go to jail and i don't want him around people where he can do this ever again um like these are very like edgy concepts that have not been confirmed what they will be and there isn't one solid like guideline because you know people want to avoid the criminal justice like idea of guidelines and mandatory and minimums and and all that stuff so all this to say some of those people are the same people i see cancel motherfuckers daily like oh we like it's it's wild to me because it's like how do you make those two concepts fit in your mind where you know this person needs to disappear and never work again or anytime they do anything i'm gonna bring this back up but you're also the person that thinks felons need a second chance like what is that box on the application if not the you did some shit a long time ago and you can never ever get it off you you know like they're like the, i'm not saying they're equal but i'm saying there's a moral uh relevancy to both there's there's something inside about both that feel com- in conflict to me when you're one way about this nigga said blank they should never work again and you're another way about this motherfucker stole some shit they sh- but felons need a second chance like you know it just makes me wonder you know and 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 i think for me a lot of people they feel like they're two separate things but they actually are very identical to an extent um and it's one of those things to where because a lot of people that are get rid of the justice system not that they aren't white people but a lot of most of them are brown people that are like get rid of this fucking system it's fucked up they lock us up at a high rate yada 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 so a lot of their compassion not that they don't care about the uh, white people but they're like let the niggas free a lot of them are like they won't come out and say that but but that's the gist of a lot of what they're saying and they will never admit that you're not like let everybody free you're like no we understand that black and brown people get get arrested and get put in here at a higher rate so as far as we're concerned let them free um yeah, and we do incarcerate too many people correct correct country correct so you know and there but there are also people that's like hey i feel like this is about everybody but there are a percentage of people they don't care about everybody they just care about their own people um and so that's how they can and, and this is just me just my, just uh giving an educated guess so for a lot of them they feel like okay that's cool like forgive you so your time you should be able to get back in society you should be able to you know move on with your life you you know you quote unquote serve your debt to society versus on the other hand it's a little different because a lot of times these people have not warned nothing most of the time that would uh have them be in jail so a lot of times they're like no you didn't do nothing to get you in jail but you did something and because you did something i feel like i have the right to be uh judge and executioner all at the same time but it's funny how you feel like that about these but you don't feel like that about the other way yeah for me it's just i'll try to be honest about it and i feel like people want to have it one way or the other but it's not more people in the world feel like me about the shit than than the other way around i guarantee fucking tea that but i just feel like there's not a lot of people that want to say it because then you exist in this gray area and people like black and white shit but the truth of the matter is if if bill Cosby never breathes a breath of fresh air outside of those walls again i'll be happy i'll be fine too i'm absolutely fine with that 
so that's why you know when people say shit like um i would never vote for kamala harris i'm like yeah i can't lie to you and tell you that oh come on because if i lie because i'll be a goddamn lie because there's some people that i'm like i hope the full weight of the criminal justice system comes down on this person yes sir and i don't feel that and i and i that's why i'm glad i'm not in charge because you know i don't know that that feeling is the right feeling to be judging people off of but i i definitely know what it feels like and i'm and i'm just being honest about it and so even when it comes to the um cancel culture and shit everybody knows i don't cancel anything i don't boycott mm-hmm. anything I, I just because it, there's not to me that's not the truth of the of what's really behind it when i when i stop fucking with something it's always because i'm just like it's no longer fun it's not even some deep ass principled stance it's i don't want to see the movie because the movie is all fucked up now because i got to talk about this dude and he's a rapist and he made the movie i gotta you know i don't want to go see this game because everybody's turned into uh this athlete and now there's a big racist thing and i, I mean how i'm gonna have fun at the game and every every play i'm worried about this racist shit you see what i'm saying mm-hmm. and 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 i think uh for me and like i said i will continue to stand behind this nobody gets canceled so but for a lot of people they have bought into and they're actually scared and frightened of quote-unquote being canceled like a lot of people a lot of people even though studies and statistics show niggas don't get canceled they might quote-unquote go away they might revamp themselves and come back and even if they never quote-unquote make their way back into the spotlight they're not fucking canceled nobody's ever canceled but because social media and society makes you feel like being canceled is the worst fucking thing in the world Mm -hmm. a lot of people go to the other extreme you go no 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 we're not nothing can get canceled right 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 right. they go to the other extreme to kind of fight back at these people just constantly saying that everybody's canceled well also though it's since both extremes are not necessarily the truth right like you know we joke that nobody gets canceled but i mean there are some people that we've seen like completely fuck up their careers and i i mean there's no way we can know what's gonna happen with them um chrisette michelle comes to mind um nate parker like i don't know what the fuck how they you know um, hopefully they i mean I'm, i'm sure they're finding a way to eat somehow they're living somehow but you know as far as the public is concerned the support for them is waned to a point where they basically non-existent career-wise it happens it's just very rare and this normally happens to people that are the less protected than others right mm-hmm. but all that being said like there's something to the simplicity of calling out of, of saying someone is canceled or something is canceled that is a uh, intoxicating because it's like oh the simple thing i clicked the switch and that was it there was no nuance to be had there was no discussion to be had it was just this but i know that that doesn't represent the majority of people and i think a lot of people lie and say that i canceled this i canceled that but then the numbers tell the truth every time yes they do it's like the ratings are still up on this show <laughs> right <laughs> you know? right you ask a lot of people to talk about they they do it all the time about how a lot of people quote unquote are outraged about pornography but you let the pornography site say a lot of y'all motherfuckers watching porn so numbers don't lie you know so a lot of people will say these variations of different things but the truth be told they still clicking it they still liking it i mean you know look at the breakfast club every day motherfuckers talk about the goddamn breakfast club is canceled but every time you turn around they getting fucking millions of listeners right. millions of clicks on pre- on, on um on youtube yeah, every it's not time. true right so it's like you lie you lie you lie you lie be truthful with yourself because right. like i say 
I do believe in having people being separated from society um, in certain crimes. I do believe they don't need to be right. integrated with us. But I also do believe after you have served your time that you do need to be uh, educated and slowly integrated back into society. I do believe that too. I don't believe you punish forever and strip you of all rights and you can't vote. Like I'm not that cruel, but mm. I do, I, I do. It, there needs to be a balance. It's not a free for all here. Yeah. I think also there's just, um, some of this shit just easy to put on a t-shirt correct you know some of this shit is just easy to put on a t-shirt be like this is my belief it's easy it's a slogan and that's it i think even what j cole is talking about is more representative of the general population than folks are willing to admit and i think a lot of that is the peer pressure because i when i'm talking about people i'm really talking about people online i don't think people offline are nearly as rigid but online there's like a pressure for people to like fit in and if you know i saw people that were afraid to eulogize quote-unquote you know to speak on nipsey hustle and what he did and the the good feelings they had for him and i saw people that were afraid to speak on the bad things that they felt about his uh homophobic comments and it, they found old tweets where he was talking bad about black women and shit so like i saw people both ways but you, the most important thing was people wanted to fight about it you know it was like if you said something someone wanted to tell you why they disagreed and what was fucked up about you either feeling sad something you normally can't help when someone gets killed suddenly and you're and you're talking about it hours afterwards not we're not talking years and months or days we're talking literally within the wake of finding this news out you want people to have an immediate perfect reaction one way or the other and that just feel that's the part i'm talking about when i say the humanity in people it's like it's gone there's no consideration like let me just let this person process this shit out and arrive to the conclusion on their own because even if you a woke ass nigga that got some type of super duper like like dope like just some morality that is fucking flawless you did not wake up with that you you had to find like you 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 worked and honed that so to then lord it over people in a moment like that it just feels so inhumane man it just feels so fucked up but um anyway cole says uh to me both ideas are fucked up we're throwing you away you're looking to punish me and don't get it twisted what i did was a punishable offense but where are you talking about healing me where are you going to show me some compassion and some fucking love he said that he would have shown x compassion and steered him towards the direction of healing had he had the opportunity prior to x's past and something cole says x and his alleged victims desperately needed but despite his support he certainly doesn't feel wrong doings uh should go unpunished he said i'm down for accountability coach i'm cool with that even for myself everyone needs to be accountable i don't mind if someone gets something to say got something to say about me or what or what i said or did that's how good but cancel culture i don't cancel nobody um yeah i think also you know like that's an individual decision yes it is like canceling seems to be such and i think that's one of the reasons the allure cancel culture quote unquote is talked about so much is because it's really not that powerful but individually it it's like anger it feels powerful so people are always declaring cancellations that they really they're just venting and if you just take a second you'll always find underneath that a person that's hurt every single time they were either hurt by what that person said what that person did um what that person stands for and then they have an issue of their own you know and i'm not saying that to to belittle them i'm Mm -mm. saying 
that is the truth of it Mm -hmm. anytime you feel the need i have to cancel a person which is something you know you really can't do Mm -mm. you you, the only thing you can do is choose not to participate in whatever they create or do but you can't actually literally cancel them for anyone or anything then there's something inside of you that was hurt and you're you're crying out you know that's it you know you want to be heard you want to be valued whatever it is but that's something internal that you would have to examine but it's easier to then turn it towards the world and go this thing this person is canceled rather than you know this is how i was injured by this and i am also injured by the lack of concern other people seem to have about it yeah and because you know what the thing about how everything functions particularly on social media like you say this very unrealistic thing of you know you can't let them see you sweat you know this very unrealistic thing like nigga you got emotions you got a heart you care people are like there's something wrong with you for actually caring for actually being like hey this is how i really feel because so many people on social media are so fake all the time that when you have somebody that's genuinely like hey y'all this is how i really feel every you know a lot of times people hop in your shit and want to joke you Mm -hmm. and want to act and want to poke fun at you and shit like that oh you tell them how you when some of them actually feel the same way you do but they will never come out and admit that because the way social media is you know it's it's almost like a mean girls club like i got to be mean i got to be hard i can't you know let them see my weakness Uh uh-uh i'm i would never apologize even though i demand apologies all the time i'm gonna talk to you any kind of you know i can talk to you any kind of way but you better put your kid gloves on it oh you better not breathe at me too hard or else i am the victim yeah i saw this on twitter too uh well shit everywhere because it was lapita um but there were people upset that lapita nyong'o apologized to um uh the group of folks that were offended by her choice of voice in us Mm -hmm. for her character of red and she based it on a real life disability that people live with and um as as she she said so out loud and so then people were like i you know they had gripes about it like how come the evil character got to sound like this why why this and this is not the real symptoms of it and you can argue the merits of, of of their critique if you would like to you can i've seen arguments to the contrary to be like no this is why it was okay what she did and whatnot another argument i've seen heavy is uh well y'all don't say anything when white actors do this which is not true white white actors uh, just brian cranston just got critiqued about playing a disabled character when he's not um and there, there's you know a lot of people have brought those those issues up for whatever actor plays it but what i saw was uh she apologized and the group that she apologized to accepted the apology and thanked her and people were still mad that she apologized well what white people don't be having to apologize and all this adam sandler had to apologize for every role he's played and all this shit it was ridiculous and everyone tried to turn it into she was forced to apologize or she apologized because the pressure or stutter. there's one big thing that everyone was missing that could possibly be the truth and it's something that i would consider probably more likely to be true than any of the other shit which is that 
maybe she apologized because she's a good person and she didn't intend to hurt anybody's feelings correct but nobody can fathom that that's impossible to be the truth right right and that speaks volumes about the kind of people who are on the internet policing these apologies demanding these apologies from any and everybody except when they like the person then that person should not apologize and they should you know it, it should just everywhere else should just suck their dick and get over it right but mm-hmm. it's so funny right because she apologized possibly just because it was the right fucking thing to do man sometimes it's just not that deep sometimes i just didn't know these motherfuckers can get mad i'm sorry that wasn't my fucking plan i didn't wake up that morning and go i can't wait to piss these people off so when i found out i pissed some people off and i didn't necessarily understand the whole thing i was talking about hey i'm sorry yeah because you know she even said well i've learned that she was like hey i got a voice coach like i actually you know went above and beyond and talked to people like i made sure that i got the dialect correct like i i wasn't doing this and making this shit up just because she could have said i didn't even know about that disability i don't know what y'all talking about she was like and she put it out there like yes i did base it off of that and then people were like that's not you know my disability is not a blah blah blah. you know what i'm sorry didn't know won't happen again and i apologize and i see that y'all need awareness and help like let me guide them to the right places use me for that thing and then the thing that i thought was interesting is the people i see accepting her apologies are the people that never accept anybody else's apologies and that's mostly because they already like her and the people that i always see demanding apologies from people i never see them making apologies because they never wrong like there's power play at all this shit but mm-hmm. it's just it just reminded me of all that shit like we talk about cancel culture no one wanted to cancel lapita this weekend of, of the people i know you know because they were like one i'm either not in this disability group correct or i like her therefore even if i find what she did could possibly have been offensive i am not canceling lapita so fuck y'all that's that's why that cancel that's why that cancel culture like discussion is more of a discussion of uh theory because it's not it's not really working in practice it's not Mm -mm. actually happening to people Mm -mm. and it definitely doesn't happen when you like the person you know we make all kinds of motherfucking like excuses when we like somebody so i think it's kind of interesting um about yeah someone brought up in the chat steven we probably wouldn't have heard of the shit if she didn't apologize that's how that's how I wild know. it is i wouldn't have a lot of people would not have known this is even a problem except for a few people on twitter yeah she brought awareness to it with the apology a very classy apology at that but she brought awareness to it in the apology that like i mean maybe she just thought she was doing the right fucking thing and no one has to like turn this into why y'all making black people do blank and just be like yo that was dope of her to apologize thank you more people need to learn from that shit not everything can be you know fuck your feelings team petty whatever i say is right fuck everybody else you know i i I, you know i used to know somebody that was like that you know like hard on everybody's apologies and all this shit everybody's canceled nobody ain't shit whenever they fuck up everyone's wrong except me fuck y'all and i will not take in any critique all the shit i've been talking about the best way to apologize i don't i'm i will never subscribe to that only that's for y'all everyone but me it's a power play thing it's fucking it's it's ridiculous man um all right let's see what else happened oh man 
joe biden keeps floating that he might run for president and i feel like the world keeps floating to him you might want to have a seat former u.s vice president sorry the world keeps floating to him you might want to have a seat dog correct correct have a seat no like this might not be for you in the way that you think it is come on being vice president is different than being president right this might not go uh how you think it's supposed to go and it's probably time to sit this one out champ and um he he's not listening it doesn't sound like um actually let me see i might be able to play the video for you guys oh or the audio of it i don't do this sorry it's two videos and i don't know which one was playing let's go back to the beginning and try this one Former U.S. Vice President Joe Biden said he does not recall kissing a woman without her consent. On Sunday, the possible Democratic presidential candidate released a statement saying, quote, In my many years on the campaign trail and in public life, I have offered countless handshakes, hugs, expressions of affection, support and comfort. And not once, never, did I believe I acted inappropriately. If it is suggested I did so, I will listen respectfully. But it was never my intention. The allegation against Biden came Friday by a Democratic Party activist who said Biden made her feel uncomfortable when he kissed her at a campaign event in 2014. Biden went on to say, I may not recall these moments the same way, and I may be surprised at what I hear. But we have arrived at an important time when women feel they can and should relate their experiences, and men should pay attention, and I will. Biden has not yet said whether he will run for president in 2020, but has been expected to throw his hat into the ring soon. It would be Biden's third presidential run, his long record in public office now viewed through the lens of the hashtag MeToo movement. Professor, let me explain what the procedure will be. Key to that record is Biden's role chairing the 1991 Senate confirmation hearing for Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas, who was accused of harassing law professor Anita Hill. The all-white, all-male panel questioned Hill's credibility on camera in a sometimes adversarial manner. Her reputation was attacked. I wish I could have done something. I oppose Clarence Thomas' nomination. Biden in March said he was sorry for the way he handled the confirmation hearing nearly 30 years ago. Yeah, uh, just to clarify, he say he was sorry but like sorry in the way of like nah, i didn't really have much to do with it i mean what was i supposed to do like it wasn't like a sorry for my role in it it was like i wish i could have done something as if he wasn't the chair of the committee and he wasn't right fucking there so just just to clarify what that sorry was because i think it does matter it's unclear what voters will make of the new allegation against biden who holds the lead in many democratic primary public opinion polls If he clinches the nomination, he will be running against a Republican accused by more than 20 women of touching and kissing them inappropriately. He tried to kiss me again. And who bragged on tape about grabbing women's genitals. Because you have phony people coming up with phony allegations. Donald Trump has denied the allegations, which continue to emerge. In February, Alva Johnson, a former Trump campaign worker, filed a lawsuit against the president accusing him of, quote, sexually predatory conduct, claiming he kissed her on the lips without her consent yeah so um joe 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 as always caveat before i even start talking uh i will absolutely vote for him if he runs against trump really no brainer won't even think about it won't feel guilty not a second um that being said uh it feels like the most gentle arm tug of all time the these little like moments with joe where people are like 
<clears throat> Anita Hill. <clears throat> All them inappropriate kisses and hugs and shit you used to do. David Show used to have a montage of his awkward interactions with women. Yes. Like to the I mean, that's how fast shit has changed in ten years, by the way. John Stewart used to play a montage of him awkwardly hugging and kissing and 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 shit with women that were like wives of politicians and women at think places and 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 every single time people laugh yes they did it was funny to people it wasn't no like but secretly we were mad no people thought it was funny the internet existed social media existed he was not seen as the threat by the majority of people he was seen as lovable awkward uncle joe you know the guy that told to get the dude in the wheelchair to, to stand up and then god bless you and then people played the clip and laughed like yo he, he be fucking up sometimes and that's not to say he wasn't just fucking up or it wasn't just awkward or it i don't, I don't mean i'm not trying to assume anything lascivious was happening or going through his mind or whatever i think i mean maybe he's that type of like overt pervert type of nigga but i doubt it i my guess is he's just a fucking awkward ass dude but times change that fast you know the stacy abrams announcement not announcement you shouldn't have done that it's funny right because he now in 2008 joe biden joe biden well 2007 really joe biden was the white man to assure white people that barack obama was safe mm-hmm. right right it's like we still need a hit with these white people and things have changed so fast in that period of time the same things have changed so much joe biden now needs black people to do cover for him and in a way i guess you could say he always did but not not like this like now at this point he needs some some black cover to like make him palatable in the democratic primary and i don't think it's gonna happen so i mean i'm I'm sure he's gonna run because he just keeps fucking doing these campaign events while not saying if he's running or not so i'm sure he's running right and it's also one of those things where particularly with the announcement with stacy abram you don't even know how far you're gonna get dog right and you already claiming victory that makes no sense it's 45 of y'all nobody knows what's gonna happen right so i I feel like everybody trying to tell him to stay in his lane man but he gonna fuck around and just like all these other motherfuckers he gonna declare and then that's when both barrels are gonna come and they gonna start playing the fucking montages and being like look at how joe used to be fucked up and, and it's gonna it's gonna mess him up i don't know what he thinking with this but i feel like this is the most polite like you can still go back to the private sector and die a dude that people go you know what joe yeah. biden i like that guy very fond memories of you they're gonna bring up anita hill they're gonna bring up the crime bill that you voted for right like they're gonna bring all that shit up like just stay out of public life man it's really not you know maybe help behind the scenes or something or help you know i shouldn't say that you just can't be you you run for president you they gonna kill you your shit that's all that's all i mean to say you can do whatever you want to with your life but you run for president this feels like a warning shot uh we got dozens of women like this that's gonna be like yeah he kind of grabbed my shoulder kind of awkward and i said what's going on you know like this shit means something different in 2019 than it did in 2010 it would have been like oh loosen up you know loosen up sugar tits or whatever the fuck people used to say uh-huh. now in 2019 it's like get over it sweet lips right that dude's a predator like it's different now dude 
oh well keep fucking around if you want to um let's see what else is happening uh oh wendy williams announced a planned hiatus following the birth of her husband's alleged love child this is uh she has become the headlines man uh she had returned after a two-month-long hiatus plagued by rumors and reports of self-medication drug abuse and marital issues now just three weeks later the the host uh has announced another break following reports of the birth of kevin hudder's alleged love child that's her husband and his mistress mm-hmm. on wednesday show after her sit down with tammy rivera and Waki waka flocka the host announced a previously planned break in which she will be taking a week off for spring break although williams acknowledged fans frustrations she promised to return for live tapings april 8th the news of her planned hiatus comes just two days after the host was found passed out drunk on monday after a show apparently he came clean to her a source told bossip alleging williams recent relapse and hospitalization was a direct result of hunter admitting that sharina hudson's had, had given birth recently shit i did not know they found her passed out man uh but that's but what's clean when so much what but what's clean when so much already has come out in the press the source continued adding that williams is now considering her options but still reluctant to leave her husband and business partner she thinks she's winning because he's with her for a few hours if wendy had friends they would have taken care of this a long time ago she is a functional alcoholic the source said damn and i saw that Charlemagne said that he used to be friends with her but he the husband made them not him not be friends with her no more yeah because she the one that got him on yeah like i don't know man isolation is another big thing abusers use not mm-hmm. saying it not yeah, saying that yeah, i know right. that's what's going on right, but, but that's i don't tactic, know them right but i'm just saying there's a pat there's a pattern to abuse that is much like that like get all the people that could possibly countermine countermand me or advise you against me let me get them to fuck about your life let me control everything so i don't know what's going on there it's just so wild because i don't take any joy in her like suffering but like for years that was how she made a living taking joy in people suffering talking real fucked up and reckless about them and then boom look at you you on you on the front page now life is crazy it's different when the spotlight on you baby yeah life is fucking crazy man like you know shit. you know you don't want nothing to happen to her but you know it's it's different when you your whole thing was gossip news you covering everybody else but all of a sudden when you're the news like like, like the perspective completely changes yep um pastor who brought who bought his wife a Lamborghini begs his members to pay two hundred and fifty thousand dollars for church repairs Mm-mm. south carolina pastor john gray asked his congregation to contribute two hundred fifty thousand dollars to fix his church's roof man you better sell that Lamborghini. Mm-hmm. back to you karen yeah they're gonna be like you better put a loan or lean on that home the relentless church pastor explained to his congregation that the church still had millions in debt and that he took it over from former pastor ron carpenter however this ask comes right after he was scrutinized for his lavish lifestyle he gifted his wife a two hundred thousand dollar lamborghini yours yeah they're gonna look bitch you better sell it um millions of dollars in debt uh-huh. 
Mm, from pastor ron carpenter huh Mm -hmm. in the name of jesus go head up to carmax and get your money back (laughs) he didn't take an e we didn't take an easy assignment he said if we wanted an easy assignment we would start from scratch without millions of dollars in debt he said we took the assignment because we knew god has given us the right people to build with i believe the best days of relentless church are in front of it ron carpenter handed us the keys the keys were not to a paid building paid off building the keys were to an opportunity an opportunity to continue to work nothing you see is paid off it wasn't paid off when we got here this is not a plea for money it's a plea for partnership so we could be what we're supposed to be oh is that what we call it partnership is that the new that's the new way uh i'm gonna need i don't need your money i need your partnership okay cool well hey what's up partner i'm gonna need some money <laughs> partnership in the form of cash if you know what i mean a cash partnership if you will in which i still own everything and then you give me the money uh gray broke down the church's financial needs february 10th saying the, the roof needs repairs i mean i thought ron was a carpenter uh he said the p- repairs could be made if 2500 people gave a hundred dollars or more okay um, let me do some quick math here but it feels like about twenty five thousand uh two hundred and fifty thousand dollars but let me just see on my calculator yep two hundred and fifty thousand dollars to fix the roof and uh he said or more than half could be raised if 500 people gave 300 dollars okay that's 150,000 okay he then explained that he needed the roof to in, uh, in order to make the church a safe haven for those escaping extreme weather hmm about to go into spring maybe he's trying to not repeat the same mistakes of uh that white man in texas i think that's his um joe osteen oh he said if anything happened here we need to be able to allow people to come in i think that's his mentor mm. <laughs> he's like if by people i mean me because just like joe y'all ain't getting in my church Mm-mm. i'm be here under these strong roofs i'll lock this bitch up i'll put some adamantium on this roof and be in here chilling be me my wife and the kids we'll be locked in here like the ark the holy ghost said this to me so i'm gonna speak it out mm, that's who told you bro the holy ghost if you say so uh, i just don't understand is that a compromise of his ego to say the holy ghost because if i'm making it up because well, i do think all mega church pastors are atheists if i'm making this shit up <laughs> i say god why settle for the for the third man the holy ghost feel like hearsay to me I, if you want me to give you some money uh i need to hear from god himself or herself or whatever y'all believe go ahead and just take it to the to the top man okay or woman or person or put whatever. your complaints at the top yeah i don't want no motherfucking middle management decree yeah the, i was talking to the holy ghost and the holy ghost was like you need to get some more money i said yeah. you know what holy you ghost you don't want no 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 senior assistant manager minimum jesus minimum like jesus like what c-o c-f-o yeah he probably like the c-f-o guy the ceo yeah he's 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 the he's the uh the country manager regional manager i wish i would settle for a motherfucking holy ghost demand are you serious 
give me god put put god on the phone fuck that shit for a hundred of my hard-earned dollars for the roof uh-uh i'm gonna need you to put put god on the phone let's see what he say i also like to talk to guys accountant <laughs> and see that these numbers gonna be right i need assurances and i want a guaranteed spot when the motherfucking when the hurricane hit i don't want it better not be no him and howling and uh what we just said just in case no nigga i need a seat at, at the, the table. table okay i want motherfucking i want i want assigned seating with during emergency ev- evacuations but you're gonna be jesus on the main line i don't all i know is i want to be like uh pew number three is mine excuse me excuse me we gotta see you'll be like amc you have a science excuse me you're yeah. in my seat fellow parishioners um let me go don't make me get an usher come on usher they in my seats okay i have first row hurricane seats and i paid 300 dollars for these here's my tickets mm-hmm. row e <laughs> section one and i have mine signed by god not just the holy ghost like some of you bums mm-hmm. settling for the i got curve. two signatures mm-hmm the holy ghost said this to me so i'm gonna speak it out there's severe weather coming to the region this spring because of all the climate change issues oh so now you believe in climate change whether you understand all the signs behind it or not or agree i heard <laughs> nigga nigga are you serious y'all gonna walk in there one day and the door's gonna be locked nigga are you serious i bet you's in more debt than he's claiming he didn't even bother to come up with a lot that's why he's still married because his wife believed this dumb shit he didn't even bother to come up with a good lie uh it's because of the climate change or something i don't know whatever i know y'all listen i'd explain it but we all know that y'all can't grasp the science like i can as a man of god yeah, and some of you with here, several doctorates in, in in theology right and some of y'all actually might be doctors in my right uh crew that, but hey that's the thing somebody in the it's a congregation randall and uh randall from this is us stood up and was like well i actually did weather derivatives and it looks like <laughs> he's like whoa, whoa 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 sit down sit down you don't the holy ghost care about no weather derivatives the holy ghost derives my weather Mm-mm. i'm gonna need two hundred dollars from you Mm-mm. brother sit your trigonometry ass down don't nobody care about that tell your wife to do a couple extra classes uh dance classes and send me the money uh whether you understand the signs behind all behind it or not or agree i heard the lord say i want you to make sure the house is covered so that when the storms come people can come in here and be covered boy y'all about he about to show up with a bentley monday the roof gonna still be the same mm-hmm. shingles just blowing in the breeze have a big old hole just this this is a shame morally this is bankruptcy to take money from these people this is ridiculous in a world where the average americans can't afford a home in 70 percent of the country i didn't know that that's a lot even with rising wages and falling mortgage rates americans can't afford a home in more than 70 percent of the country out of 473 u.s counties analyzing a report 335 listed median home prices more than what the average wage earners could afford according to a report from attom data solutions among them are the counties that include los angeles san diego california as well as miami dade county in florida and maricopa county in arizona yes these are some of the most expensive spots to live in the country new york city claimed the largest share of a person's income to purchase a home according to the report while average earners nationwide need to spend about 
uh only about one third of their income on a home residents in brooklyn and manhattan must shell out more than 115 percent of their income and seven god right the San Francisco residents must spend 103 percent, and in Hawaii's Maui County, it takes 101 percent. Homes were found to be affordable in Chicago, Cleveland, Houston, Detroit, and Philadelphia. Yeah, this is why a lot of times people live outside of these major cities and commute in because they're like, "The fuck, I, how can I afford to stay here?" Yep, it's edging towards a buyer's market. Broadly speaking, homes are more affordable today than they were one year ago. While home prices are still rising in many areas, there's also they also fallen in others unaffordability in the market has been a result of slower home building and homeowners staying put longer both trends have reduced the supply of homes for sale in the market yeah and they also don't talk about how with uh, gentrification and with how uh, a lot of black people are treated even black people that have perfect credit you end up uh, statistics show that your interest rate are gonna, is going to be higher even if you have the perfect credit Mm-hmm. you end up gonna have to end up paying back on the loan or more than white people and so once you start getting into the the, the the nuance of it and we're most likely to get denied for loans that's something they don't talk about either even if you got everything in a row sometimes they just find a way to deny you particularly if it's an area that they're wanting to do regentrification and push out brown people um uh they were saying about places what was this at was it detroit no, it was outside of Philadelphia. They were saying that they was doing some, I was listening to NPR, they saying they're doing some regentrification in some areas. And, uh, one black lady had a, had a home and she wanted to get like her roof and some stuff fixed. Her credit was straight. She'd been paying everything and she got denied for a loan. And so they have people coming out and they were saying that, Hey, why y'all went to like the local bank and everything? Hey, why y'all deny loans? And they did research and they was going through statistics going the amount of, uh, white people y'all approve versus the amount of black people y'all approve they had like 400 something loans and only eight of them were black they was like these numbers don't make no sense like come on now and so this affects this housing thing so so it's it's bigger than just people can't afford sometimes people can't afford they're not getting approved <laughs> We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. You were just playing the game that I didn't even think I didn't even know we was playing. No, hundred. It's fucking with black people. Where apparently you can't even get a motherfucking house, even in the new economy, after they already done cheated us with these big ass loans and balloon payments. You still got an eight out of four hundred people chance of getting a loan in the first place. Come on, a hundred. Oh my God, that's a hundred. Yes, it is, and like that—that that shit is real. Jesus Christ. Um. All right. Matter of fact, let's—is there any fucking black people I want to talk about? Let me check. Sorry, been kind of a sad show. <laughs> uh us had the biggest opening weekend for a film headlined by a black woman mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. us is number one with 71 million you want to guess any of the other ones oh, i got five the top female top five by starring a black woman oh starring a black woman who is what's what's love got to do with it on there nope that's a good guess though mm. just on a black 
people on there mm-hmm. i don't know okay. oh color purple nope shit okay. i know um let me think let me think let me think start a black woman start a black woman I, I don't know okay no problems no pressure i know it's gonna get so serious oh i, I was thinking hard <laughs> <laughs> i only know because i got the answers in front of me i wouldn't i wouldn't i don't think i would have guessed any but maybe one of these um number five why did i get married to janet jackson 29 million dollars okay number four this is the one i thought you would get girls trip regina hall oh okay okay because i was racking my i would eventually have gotten there but i was racking my brain that was 31 million um this one i did not see coming shout out to ava DuVernay, a wrinkle in time Oh, I didn't know that. Although they gave Oprah Winfrey the headline in that, but I think the little black girl was <laughs> was the headline in that one. I, you know, yeah, as y'all know, Shadow and Act be taking some liberties with this black shit. I, I love Shadow and Act, but uh, they are very biased towards black. I, that's why I fuck with them, but boy, sometimes sometimes I'll just be like, Shadow and Act, come on now. Number two, this one, I love this movie and did not know this. Alien versus Predator, Sanaa Lathan. 2004 i love this fucking movie mm. stars a black woman in the predator universe low-key the predator universe is kind of woke mm. yep. um and number one us lupita nyango so zero to hundred can a mm, hundred just for, well well zero for the fact that it's uh us but uh a hundred for the fact that there's not more than the top five like well those were the top five i'm sure we kept going there's plenty okay of other there's ones. many more shadow neck okay. just put the top five grossing black women starring films not the only five the top five okay i'm about to say that that's no there's up. way more than five films that have starred black women but i don't know if they've all made that kind of money ah okay okay zero 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 then i was misunderstanding yeah somebody said woo no slave movies oh man that y'all hilarious <laughs> they probably made a top 10 green book starring <laughs> <laughs> just kidding um all right high school years of slave. zero for me by the way good for lapita high school students suspended for giving black classmate a tampon with the n-word written on it god damn that's racist you just don't now see even 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 if tampon gonna be racist that's some thoughtful racism like that's some like pinterest racism you took the time okay so did they write it on the outside well i guess i have to read the article so you can have the answer karen please do (laughs) yeah hundreds of students at an elite high school in new york city unified after two teens give gave their black classmates a tampon scrawl with niggers don't have rights According to the New York Daily News, <laughs> two students at Eleanor Roosevelt High School who are white and Middle Eastern, mm, shout out to anti-blackness, bringing people together, <laughs> wrote, niggers don't have rice on the tampon and gave it to a black ninth grade girl. The victim reportedly handed it back to told her friends who reported to administrators the two girls were suspended. Uh, yeah, it's a pretty open shut case right there. A senior student who said she witnessed the girls passing the tampon. It was blatant racism, pure straight racism. I told the principal all of this. The student said the message was written on the note inside the tampon's applicator, then thrown away so the two girls could get rid of the evidence. On Monday, classes were canceled and principal Dimitri Saliani scheduled community discussions. 
see this is one of the things i feel bad for and i would never want to work at a school so your little kids come to school and do some racist shit and now i gotta do extra work with the community for these two dumbasses right like stop raising racist little kids come to school do racist shit i gotta put in some fucking unpaid overtime talking to the community and what can i say to the community oh i just, we never really see things like this happen we just oh we, we definitely take this very seriously there's nothing you can say it's fucking i'm i'm sorry these, these assholes are racist we kicked them out of school suspended them i'm sorry like my bad i don't like what the fuck was i supposed to do they didn't inform me before doing this bullshit right oh god i don't know how people do it i go crazy if i was a teacher students at the reportedly largely white school organized a sit-in on tuesday shout out to my allies uh <laughs> white kids got information that's what's up mm-hmm. according to the new york department of education 80 kids sat on the hallway floor until 3 15 p.m in addition to 100 students and administrators sat for a two and a half hour meeting co-organized by the community group project reach a spokesperson was not immediately available for comment when reached by yahoo lifestyle yeah so y'all calls all like i said meetings sit-ins and shit like that y'all thought it was a fucking game right racism and bullying have no place in our school the school investigation this investigated this serious event Mm -hmm. and i'm surprised because they're privileged i'm surprised nobody was like but all periods are red (laughs) i don't see color on the period i don't see color i see the blue liquid in the commercials and that's the only color i see come on uh doe spokesperson miranda bordeaux told yahoo lifestyle principal saliani uh scheduled a meeting to allow students staff and families to discuss this deeply troubling incident and how the school community can move forward which will include implicit bias training for all staff and workshops for students in each grade oh now i gotta take a motherfucking implicit bias training i didn't even do now that now you gotta get the whole school involved it's like i didn't call them niggers oh god now i gotta go to two implicit bias trainings uh eleanor roosevelt high school is committed to safety and inclusiveness and will continue to take the time for these conversations sophomore student at eleanor roosevelt said stuff like this it happens almost on a daily basis and it get, it goes unheard it's not just in this school it's in every public school in america it takes for for someone to be hurt so badly for action to be taken shout out to that woke ass motherfucker a 15 year old student told the outlet as one of the small minorities in the school i feel really bad and disappointed but i'm also not surprised because in our school there are so many kids who like they don't speak about it but they have racist views mm-hmm. and so do their parents teach them well uh democratic house member carolyn b majoni or is it mahoney i don't know how you pronounce the j in that what happened said what happened to ellen uh, eleanor roosevelt high school was deeply unsettling racist attacks have no place in our community especially at a school my heart and support goes out to the affected student i'll be keeping an eye on how the situation develops yeah we will eventually you'll hear the all tampons matter people come out yeah it's gonna be a whole ordeal mm-hmm. um yeah well uh, that's um, i'm surprised they didn't write it on the pad that's i'm surprised it did there's a lot less room on that on the tampon applicator but it's a lot of dedication that's that's when you really mean that racism yeah and all and all they did was uh mess around uh, with the parents and just blowed up their schedule with all this unnecessary shit i mean do you fucking like write that on all your tampons and wait or mm-hmm. do you have like one special tampon and you just hope she mm-hmm. asks you one day 
are you putting nigger tampons in your vagina also like how does it work i, I it's, don't know. there's a lot of questions to this crime but i'm just glad some justice was served last time i checked you know and you know what the system already racist because tampon all tampons are white why don't we have brown tampons like mm-hmm. why they all got to be white that's a good point karen same things with pad everything is white mm-hmm. zero to a hundred oh a hundred why can't we have multicolor racial tampons why can't tampons be be racially conscious and be woke i also give it a hundred um just because of the, the amount of work that went into that racism that's so ridiculous like thank god she didn't ask to borrow a pencil like what the fuck else is going on over there right like here's my burning cross pencil damn like that's that's why i'm glad a lot of racist shit don't happen to me because i would i would be impressed by the effort to be honest <laughs> well i mean they're like you you need to do better step your racism game up like i'd be i'd be fucking taking the time pound applicator out like these motherfuckers are racist racist wow anyway good job i give it a five out of five on yelp <laughs> and keep going now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time that's right it's time for guest the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today karen and the chat room to guess the race and of course everyone playing is a racist all right um a michigan couple 25 and 22 were arrested after fleeing police when they were caught having sex in a hot tub at an ohio resort oh shit they got resorts in ohio Mm -hmm. a michigan couple was detained and charged multiple offenses after a lifeguard allegedly caught them having sex in a hot tub yuck right because it's a public so everybody just dipping in and out of it very unsanitary not to mention like if they were having sex in the water it's even more in gross. the water maybe they weren't though maybe it was a hot tub so they were like standing out doing the dog style or something you just never know these kids these days i hope so camden mack a 25 year old from ann arbor and 22 year old taylor coates of hudson were arrested by the erie county sheriff's office after they allegedly refused to leave from kalahari resorts in sandusky security informed responded deputies that the man refused to leave the indoor water park and grew irate when confronted now that's some damn so you fucking i tell you you got to leave instead of you just leaving us calling it a day you make a deal so now we got to call the cops can't you see i'm filming a porno over here damn so i hate this place don't you see the cameras jesus christ why don't you get your kids out of here disgusting can't you see i'm having sex police reports are indicated that at one point i mean also indicated that at one point mac almost smacked the lifeguard at the scene with his dirty hot tub sex hands <laughs> right a deputy smelled an odor of an alcoholic beverage bet that's not all the odor he smelled Mm-mm. on mac when he approached the two but the man shared that he didn't understand why he was being asked to leave mac said mac is said to have grown more upset and started yelling at resort security he was told he would be arrested if he did not stop but reports state that mac continued yelling the pair were taken to the near the front entrance where they were told they would be escorted to their room to get their belongings but reports indicate the two took off running security person <laughs> cheese it security personnel were able to apprehend mac on the second floor and deputies found him cuffed by the time they got there wait that'd have been better with his own cuffs or who knows oh security cuffed him okay i was like what the 
they go to have more freaky sex upstairs i don't ah! fucking cuffs come in baby get the cuffs mac has said that resisted being put in a patrol car even putting his foot on the vehicle to re- prevent being put inside but when a deputy said that he would drive stunned and threatened him with a stun gun mac complied he wasn't that drunk then while deputies he went sure wasn't. while deputies went back to the resort to find a woman mac was said to have opened the door and took off running the report indicates the door had been fixed in a previous repair deputies restrained the man and transported him to erie county jail report staff uh informed that resort staff informed them that the woman was hiding in her hotel room she wasn't very uh very good at hide and seek huh <laughs> she <laughs> hiding at the place Shit, I, but like I'm, me and my nephew like right. what where else are you gonna hide i'm here yes i'm here she might as well say you know little red dot i am here mac was charged with escape persistent disorderly conduct and criminal trespassing he was released after paying twenty one thousand dollars bond damn he had it. coast was charged with persistent disorderly conduct and criminal trespassing she has since been released care guess the race of camden mac and taylor coates they're both the same race oh everybody's white and if they would have just let them get their shit they probably could have left very ohio see dirty water hot dog white everything about this story sounds white white i bet the i bet the what got the trip off groupon that's not a race uh hot tub time machine white sandusky area those are some wild white people whites only pool hot dog water white drunken white folks shenanigan white whitey white oh ho oh's white i don't know what that one means uh um like ohio hoes i don't know girl <laughs> girl come in this hot water and give me that clap white oh no <laughs> whitest names ever can get can't get pregnant having sex in the pool they said white white hush rod slip slapping authorities white the correct answer is they were white (laughs) nobody missed it so good job everyone did the picture show up yet yeah they like some meth was involved yeah they they were probably drunk and high they look a little methy uh shout out to this picture here with him and it's clearly taking a gym selfie so he works out but uh he looks like aryan nation workout that was taken before that other picture this Cause, picture because because look like that's the before and after picture of him doing drugs he looked very alt right to me um anyway let's get to the next one let's see here um let's keep it uh keep it with the couples um a florida couple built a drive through window at mobile home to sell drugs oh shit now very enterprising a florida couple did was they a- have a neon light like our boy at the rest at the food restaurant who denied he was having a restaurant with that big ass light and owls up front out front shout out to the people that listen to uh lip smacking good and know that story <laughs> a florida couple was arrested last week after the orlando's that was the name of it yes it was orlando's a florida couple was arrested last week after they were caught allegedly selling drugs out of a drive through window they constructed out of the side of their mobile home william Parrish jr and mckenzie dobbs of ocala florida were arrested on august 23rd after investigators raided their mobile home following reports of four drug overdoses in the area Ooh. 
Ocala police said the couple had turned a kitchen window into a drive-through so customers would not have to constantly enter and exit their home, potentially drawing unwanted attention. Like a fucking drive-through like, window. Like, like nobody gonna see three people, three people backed up in, in your drive-through. Right. What the fuck? Ain't nobody coming in, but I see, I see you have an average of 20 cars a day. Welcome to Crackies. Can I help you? I like two cracks. Uh, and, uh, I, can't, I can't hear you got to pull around let me get a meth combo okay sir would you like the meth combo would you like it fried or baked would you like it with cheese right um yeah would you like to upsize it uh cheese is a drug so i can see that <laughs> um let me get two weeds um so yeah um you know it's gonna be a, a two dollar upcharge if we got to supply the syringe it's uh so yeah customers uh, wftv reported this house had signs of directing people where to drive where to drive oh, drive this way and indicated whether it was open or closed oh, they did <laughs> i just picture uh them having that chick-fil-a person that work in the damn drive-through that you know chick-fil-a the only fucking drive chick-fil-a the only fucking company in the world that do fast food that have a person outside during the lunch rush hour that be helping you get your order Mm-hmm. it's crazy that's why that's why gay people keep losing man chick-fil-a and this fucking homophobic customer service i don't know how they doing it they, <laughs> they have two people there too and they'll be they literally yeah. be ringing you up then you can pay for and everything 200 degrees outside and they be out there just working hard as fuck i'm like what how is this possible for 750 do y'all pay extra at chick-fil-a or some shit come on see because of the homophobia we save a little money so we can pass it on to <laughs> our employees uh my pleasure sir I'm like in 200 degrees um, it is sir my pleasure yeah so they the two that we were seeing some overdose incidents that were happening in this particular area specifically at this particular location there were some heroin sales that were going on there subsequently through the investigation we were able to determine the product was laced with fentanyl oh that's not good yep paris 32 was charged with driving under the influence keeping a dwelling used to sell drugs possession of drugs and intent to sell and resisting arrest without violence Dobbs was charged with keeping a dwelling used to sell drugs possession of drugs and intent to sell possession of fentanyl fentanyl and possession of fentanyl with intent to sell those are two different charges wow uh well i guess yeah to use in the sale william paris senior told wftv his son would have been trying to get himself straightened out and maintain reports of overdoses were a lie Boy, what in the Walter White? Well, we got y'all albums out here. We, we get, we, we, the, I have the open and close sign in my hand. I got the sign that directs traffic. What are we talking about here? Yeah. I even got the handicap parking sign that you got around back. They got a hot and now sign for the crack. Come on. Crack is hot right now. Cracky creams. How can I help your order? I like a dozen assorted cracks. Come Karen, on. uh, guess the rice. Oh, everybody's white. Karen's going with white. Let's check the chat room see what they believe would you like an eight ball with that white uh the couple in the first story were former customers white white remember to ask cajun sparkle white (laughs) florida mobile home park it's a white crime after all (laughs) walter white white their mixtape should be called offbeat white snow white mobile heroin home lazy ass white people crack is still cheap white and white the correct answer is and everybody went with white everyone once again you are correct 
picture showing up mm-hmm. so she looks so florida he does too because i think he got uh i think he got fronts in his mouth so yeah very florida so very florida looking white couple can't wait to see uh can't wait to see uh what's my man's name why can't i think of a man's name oh god god why am i losing this right now seth rogan's friend well i can't wait to see that dude play this dude in the in the movie about this guy all right um let's get into the bonus round yes james franco double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the race and the bonus round against the race so far everybody is uh two for two but can karen keep it up in the final round i'm gonna try all right let's see a fight over donuts leads to a stabbing at a florida Krispy Kreme. oh shit Uh, was it candace's uh Krispy Kreme employee is in jail after police say he stabbed a boyfriend of a co-worker after an argument on how to make donuts oh shit he wouldn't follow somebody wouldn't follow in the recipe i'm telling you bro the holes go in the middle man fuck you no no about no donuts gainesville police officer responded to the restaurant around 10 p.m on march 27th and they say they found a male victim lying on the floor with several stab wounds to his torso stomach and thigh oh they were serious about making them donuts officers applied a tourniquet and the victim was taken to surgery at the hospital where he survived according to police department julius irving 32 <laughs> <laughs> Do- dr j right had got into an argument with his coworker over how to make donuts the employee called her boyfriend to come pick her up when he confronted irvin about the argument officers said irvin tried to hit him a physical fight broke out and officer said that irvin armed himself with a four inch knife and stabbed the victim several times officers quickly took irvin into custody they said he confessed to the stabbing irvin is charged with attempted homicide was booked into the uh alachua county jail well i guess that's what happened when you try to play the dozens karen come on guess the race also all right go ahead karen black karen's going black let's see how uh you guys feel in the mm-hmm. chat room i guess he was trying to ice things over <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, uh let's see um jay does like to dunk black gainesville yeah you country ass black julius is a nigga had a nigga moment black this some black shit man black people in mike Epps voice oh this was a nigga black he ain't caesar so that's a nigga nigga shit black 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 uh that hot light bling black <laughs> and them some niggas the correct answer is and you all said black and y'all got it right black <laughs> oh man he looked like an evil ass um what's the dude that be on dan levitar's show highly questionable yes i know exactly yes hassan el amin i think is his name he's like an evil ass hassan el amin man 
damn stabbing people over donuts good grief it's a lot of pressure man Mm-mm-mm. uh all I right said glazed right <laughs> i didn't realize donuts was so deadly i guess uh, well now we know guys it's not just the grease that'll kill you all right ah! let's go to the sore ratchetness oh man i guess in that last that last story should have been charged with assorted and battery okay i'm sorry that was terrible armed with a sword a man wearing a maga hat stabs another man outside of the san francisco oh that's good uh said okay uh armed with a sword a man wearing a maga hat stabs another man outside of san francisco roller rink and thank you karen for always encouraging my foolishness all right oh that that was good um pretty sure this was real did jesse story uh, police say that a man wearing a manga cap attacked another man outside of san francisco skating rink with a sword cron force christina tetro joins us live this morning in san francisco she has the latest on this strange story christina first of all there's so much going on in that first sentence i didn't know a man with a maga hat outside a roller rink attacking people in the parking lot with a sword what huh. the fuck was Saturdays playing by De La Soul? What kind of shit is this? <laughs> Good grief. Now, the police department is still putting this under a large investigation because the suspect, as well as the sword that he used to attack a man, are on the run, on the loose. They cannot find either of them. And again, oh, it's still shit. a very much ongoing investigation. Police tell us that it happened on Friday night, just before 10 p.m. And what they said went down is very, very interesting. Uh, there was the victim, and he happened to be walking by Fillmore and Oak and passing the suspect. Now, when he passed the suspect somehow why did it stop the make america oh. great again hat on the suspect's head came off of his came off of his head and then the victim was then struck by a sword that the suspect had with him from there the suspect ran off by foot police again are still looking for him and then the victim was immediately transported to the hospital and is recovering from wounds from being struck by a sword now a few questions that we have here is what happened how did the hat get off of his hat head was there an altercation those are answers we don't know yet because it's still an ongoing investigation uh, san francisco police officers do tell us that they can't release that information but Again, the missing piece there is that chunk. What happened there? What caused this man to open up a sword on the victim? And also, why did he have a sword in the first place? A few questions that we also are continuing to ask police officers in this case. One thing that we are also told by police officers is that the suspect is a white male. And again, he ran away by foot on scene. Okay, when you tell me he's wearing a MAGA hat, you really don't have to tell me he's a white man Mm-mm. unless he's attacking jesse smollett i'ma assume it's a white man okay redundancy 
in that day. They are still looking for him. And the victim, we are told, is recovering from those, and they were non-life-threatening, thank goodness for that. But we are not sure if he is still in the hospital or not. There was also someone that spoke with a Cron for a reporter yesterday that said that they did come in contact with the suspect just before the altercation went down. They were at the nearby skating rink. And in that conversation, they said that it was very, very odd and that the gentleman was standing outside and they think that he was a very suspicious suspect in general before the altercation even happened. So we are also waiting to hear from that witness as well. Those are all the details we have so far, and we're reporting live in San Francisco. Christina Tatro, Cron 4 News. See, they just reporting all the facts. Mm-hmm. I'd have been like, they're talking about suspect on foot. I'm like, suspect rolled away from the scene. <laughs> Well, he wasn't going to be able to escape by on this one. Back to you, John. <laughs> Come on. I had all <laughs> kinds of rolling jokes. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, yeah, that's it, guys, for today. Thank you guys for listening. We appreciate all of you. Uh, we had a good time. We did. And uh, we'll be back. Um, man, started on such a somber note, but I feel like we still got out of here with a little bit of joy and a little bit of laughter. Yes, we did. Which is uh, all you really can ask for every day, right? Get you a little laugh in to go with everything else. All right, y'all. We'll talk to you guys uh, later. Until then, I love you. I love you too. Mwah. Mwah.